I wanted to write and direct a cop movie that was different than cop movies. Um, I came from journalism, so I spent eight months researching. And I'm telling you that every single incident in this movie actually happened. Uh, it all came from vice cops. It came from hookers. It came from pimps. It came from all kinds of people, except this lady in the dentist chair. Everything happened. Um, I was 29, thinking I was pretty good. Uh, like most 29-year-olds. Later on, you learn you weren't. Um, Elliot Gould was basically at, at the top of his fame. And uh, Robert Blake had done a picture called Electric, Electric Light and Blue, and he, he was just wonderful besides um, In Cold Blood. So I just thought the two of them together would be really wonderful. Um, as it turns out, they were. You know, they, they, they reacted very well to each other. This actress, is, uh, her name is Cornelia Sharp. She wound up doing Serpico and was, uh, was Pacino's girlfriend in Serpico um, and very good. Dr. Bickman would like to see me in two weeks. Certainly, Mrs. Rosen. It's very strange for me to see this movie because I haven't seen this movie since it came out. Um, I'm somebody who never, ever, ever, ever sees their work uh, once I can't try to make it better. Um, so once I'm done grading the final print, I, I can't see it, so when it's on television, I change channels and do all those things. Um, Thanks. Oh, that's a pretty dress you're wearing. Thank you. Very becoming. I know it's a little hard to believe, except this, this thing actually happened. Uh, and it was a, was a regular on this hooker's route. Uh, This picture was done on a fairly tight schedule, so this, this we didn't spend a lot of time on this <clears throat> on on any scene really. Erwin um, Winkler and Bob Chardoff are terrific producers, absolutely terrific mentors for somebody who was young. Erwin. Uh, Owen used to. I would I would set up these elaborate shots of people walking into and out of houses and buildings and stuff, and Owen uh, would say, "Kid, it's shoe leather. Never going to be in the movie." And I said, "No, no, Owen, this is going to be in the movie." You know, lovingly operated, lovingly lovingly shot, and of course, Owen was exactly right. Um, would you like to make an appointment? No. Dr. Bickman is with a patient. Okay, thank you. Both uh, Elliot and, and Bobby love to ad-lib. Um, and most of them really ad-libbed wonderfully. 
So uh, it was it was uh, it was fun. Oh, Jackie's liable to get you written up in all the dental journals. Uh, there's another office uh, where we could uh, talk. It's right this way. I'll get right back, Mr. Storch. You might even get your face in the cover. Take it easy, Mr. Storch. Really do it in the chair? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking There's a... There's a line in the in this film that follows. Uh, it's a long shot, you know. You barely see them, and they're walking on the street in a vice thing. And Elliot says, "There's, there's a chicken there. Does a trick with a cigarette. You can't believe that's true." Uh, there was a lady in Boston who did exactly that. I hope she didn't get sick from it. I hate to think where she would have gotten sick. no friend of mine. Well, I certainly would like to be. Anyway, she's going to be calling you up to check me out like any smart hooker would, right? And you're going to tell her that everything's cool. You got it? I'm not going to do anything. This was shot in Marina Del Rey. You got a warrant? In what was a, a, a medical office. Better get out of here. No, we can't do that. We don't have enough evidence if we leave now for a conviction. It would be embarrassing if we went in front of the grand jury with her. Embarrassing evidence. for me, for him. Embarrassing for you, doctor. Pictures, television, Walter Cronkite. Get about out of here. No. Wait a minute. One of the things that I, I, I did, because I spent a lot of time with uh, the L.A. police and the Boston police and the New York police, and... and I really did try to write the way they deal with people. And uh, some of this is actually fairly accurate. All right. I think you men are despicable. Oh, and you're a Cub Scout, right? This, this, God, I remember shooting this. This was in, in uh, on San Vicente Boulevard. Right near the ocean. You got it. Yeah, make it six o'clock. She's sort of cute. Terrific. Have a wonderful time. I'm going to sit right down here and protect these very dangerous work. How about if I come back tomorrow morning? I... Hello there. Some of the stuff was hard to light because of uh, how cramped it was. Would you do, uh, and also to try to balance quite a place interior light from outside light sources. Leo? Oh, we were and you didn't have a lot of chance to spend too much time because the light would change as the sun would move. Where in Chicago? What do you mean, where in Chicago? Chicago. There's the north side, the south side, the near north. North side. Oh, do you know where Division Street is? What are you asking me all these questions for? Because I think you're a vice cop. Vice cops? What is it? Cop around here? Look, I don't want no trouble. Look, I would, uh, maybe I'll come easy. back some there other no time. If I thought there was cop. Look, I, Look, I knew I shouldn't I have come here. I told you don't worry. Look, I'm a respected man. No, I don't, it's maybe all I'll, right. I'll come back some other time. Look, I don't want Don't it. worry. Now, what do you want? What do I want? Well, you said 100 bucks. Well, 100 is for a standard job. If you want something. Elliot was uh, special, then that'll cost a little bit more. Elliot was very funny in this scene, I thought. And, and, uh, it all depends on what you want. It was, it was in, in, interesting to see him try to look as clean cut as he possibly could. 
Do you want me to take your clothes off? No, no, I could uh, handle that myself. Oh. Is Boy, it? she was pretty. Oh, no, nothing's the matter. She wound up uh, married to, I think, um, a very, very good manager and producer named Martin Bregman. Oh, shit. Are you kidding me? No, I wish I was. It's after six. Do you know okay? where uh, Division Street is? Division Street uh, is in Chicago. Oh, yeah. What part of Chicago? What the hell do I know? Is everything okay? Yeah, everything is okay. I was just asking a couple of questions. Jackie? Farrell. Farrell? Jack. This was before. Just fine, thank you. I think um, so do I. Steady Cam. Oh, well, where's. And, and. I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, this was shot with. with uh, I'll find the trick The big Panavision camera called a R200. It was before the Panaflex. So it certainly couldn't do it handheld. So all the movement here had to do with the LA Dolly track. And I very, very much wanted to uh, to to have the camera moving. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's in that cushion on the sofa. Right. I knew you'd find it. Well, let's get going, huh? I have another appointment at nine. That little trick kept erasing everybody in her book. Worked very hard on uh, trying to get a squadron to look right. Um, I don't have it down here. What again, it, it, a lot of it had to do with the balancing of lights and uh, creating light sources that were genuine light sources. Um, some people who are familiar with my work know that I'm not exactly afraid of shadow. And... Uh, $250, he could wear my underwear. <laughs> I, I, for its time, I, I hope to think it didn't look like everything else that was out there. Um, there were some nice comments made about it. Farrell, vice squad. Sure? Yeah, okay. When you don't have a lot of time and you have to do a great deal in one day, you have to make choices. Like, what are you going to do in one shot? What are you going to do in, in a few setups? Um, and you have to make them beforehand. Would you like a light? No, no, I don't smoke. I also think certain films, certain not for certain films, certain scenes play better when you just... I just got a whole set up a nice image and, 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 and let people just perform. Actors like it. Gives them more freedom. About that hooker you busted. Uh, what's her name? The one you just bought in. Now, there's no question this is a fairly cynical film. Um, I wrote... I wrote it without um, kind of knowing how it was going to turn out. Um, I just heard so much from so many police at that time talking about how they would make 
totally righteous uh, bus and 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 people walked um, that the film kind of evolved into this um, now, I want to talk about this upcoming scene. This scene A totally happened. B, before I did the scene, I sent the script to the Gay Activist Alliance, informed them what I was doing and wanting their blessing. C, they gave their blessing, and D, most if not all of the performers and extras in, in, in this coming scene were members of the Gay Activist Alliance. That's the cigarette line. I wish we could bust that. She was in Boston, that lady. Forgot her name. This was not meant to in any way uh, denigrate or make fun of gay people. It was trying to show the attitudes of police officers to gay people. Um, uh, no, no, I don't smoke. Just, uh... And, and it, it really happened. And, and when the film came out, the Gay Activist Alliance suddenly was outraged and, and, and uh, accused me of bias and all those things. And uh, A... I have no bias. Hello there. Um, My name is Steve. And B, I felt kind of betrayed because they not only approved it, they participated in it. Um, you never got a never got a real answer for that. Come on, And Elliot and Bobby were just very good in this. Uh, Shahrazad, I think we better dance. Are you kidding me? Come on, you want to stand around here for another half hour? It became uh, a big cause celeb. Close up. And, oh and, yeah, come on. We're gonna dance. I'm leaving. I mean, there were big op-ed things in the New York Times, and I wrote a thing for the New York Times all about this scene. And uh, somebody pinch my ass. You <laughs> shit. <laughs> you smell pretty sweet. What kind of cologne do you? On a technical level, I just have to tell you that it's very, very, very hard to get a really good red uh, on film. It's just hard because of the emotional area tends to, you get a lot of gray. And I mean, we put four and five red filters on every single light to get it as right as, as red as possible. We don't want any trouble at all. And then, and then, uh, I got a call the next morning from Technicolor and said, the uh, guy at 4 o'clock in the morning said, Mr. Hymas? I said, no, it's Hymas. He said, oh, yeah, Mr. Hymas. Listen, we tried as hard as we could to get all that red out of that that, that scene, but we we just did the best we could. And I just remember saying, you, you got to put all that red back in the scene. That's how we shot it. Don't fix it. Just Just do it. All I, 
all I can say again, this scene actually happened. And, uh, you know, this is early 70s. The Gay Activist Alliance approved of it and participated in it. That's a terrific stuntman named Buddy Joe Hooker who just went through that window. Billy Goldenberg got the score for this movie and uh, it's a really good example of a 70s score. I don't mean the brilliant John Williams scores, I'm just talking about this does date as much as that car does, that music dates the film. Hairstyles do it too. And, uh, that creepy faggot took a hunk out of my leg. This is the one that pissed everybody off. What's it all coming to, man? What's it coming to? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I call a nightmare. Ugly. You guys okay? Ugly. Oh, yeah. I thought we lost these. Hey, you better have a doctor looking at you. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Why? <laughs> Roots or something. Uh, I think I'm going to fly. This is the line. Dad, how are you? I am swell. Bag ate my leg. Your son might. Oh, I like this police station, actually. It was fun to shoot in there. Yeah, they Take it. A lot of corners. That's so. Look, there's a trick book. Uh, the hooker's name is Jackie. Can I see it? Sure, sure. Only give him five in Vegas, huh? Maybe you're right. I think I'll bet him. Don't bet too much. Hey, this isn't the, uh, the pages are empty. It's not the book I brought in. Looks like a book to me. Yeah, well, it is a book, but it's, uh, it's not the book I brought in. Can I have the one I brought in? It says here, one black loose leaf notebook. That's not it. Again, I know I'm sounding like a broken record. This happened. What's your name? Magenta. Magenta? That's your name? Yes. What's your legal name? No. This this again. This scene was was Connors. Harold Connor. Besides being something that happened a lot. I, I wrote to show, frankly, how mistreated uh, transvestites were, and and uh, I hope people saw it as that. Put me in a cell with a whole bunch of animals. From what I hear, Harold, you and your friends can take pretty good care of yourself. Thank you.
Your name, your legal name. Philip Lamson. There's some very good young actors in the song. You have to hold Philip's hand in my court. Now, do you two people have attorneys? Uh, I am representing them, Your Honor. Oh, Mr. Crosby, it's nice to see you again. Thank you, Your Honor. Do your clients know their rights? Yes, they do, Your Honor, and they know that they have been violated. Really, Mr. Crosby? They have been subjected to harassment and brutality by the police. They have been beaten, humiliated. I'm sure they have, Mr. Crosby. Do they have bail? Yes, they have, Your Honor. You I would like to say sure that you will You've certainly seen that, young actor. have released on $250 bail. There will be a preliminary hearing two weeks from today. Your Honor, I would I like... I said two weeks, apparently. This was a real courtroom. I have a full calendar here. I've we didn't build much at all. The day is over. You may leave now. Oh, tell your clients not to break their high heels on the way out of here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles versus Jacqueline Faraday. Are you Miss Faraday? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Weldman, are you representing Miss Faraday? I am, Your Honor. Are you the arresting officer? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, Kennedy? Keneally. Your Honor, I realize it's a bit unusual to hold a preliminary hearing this quickly. <coughs> However, I feel my client need not have these charges hanging over her head any longer than is necessary. I would like to thank the court for expediting the matter. Certainly. Your Honor, there is a point of ambivalence in this case. Rather than have Detective Keneally read his entire report to save time, I suggest we address ourselves to that point. Detective Keneally, do you have any objections? I would love to know if I'm right. Suggestion. <laughs> That's the actor who played Haywood Floyd in 2001. No, no, no. Uh, would you uh, please step forward and take the stand? Yeah, it is. Detective. As my Aunt Tess would say, who knew? Miss Faraday make a indecent proposition to you? I'm not sure. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Could you speak louder, please? I'm not sure. Did Miss Faraday specifically state that she would perform an act of a sexual nature for a specified amount of money? No. Louder, please. No. Thank you, Detective. Your Honor, there's clearly insufficient grounds here. I ask the case be dismissed. Your request is granted. And I would like to know why, with so little evidence, this case was brought before me. Elliot very much wanted to ad-lib a scene, which is the next cut. And uh, I said, well, let's try it. And I think it was really good. This. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. I thought that was very good of him. Certainly better than something I could have written. Get out of here, man. Get 
This is a very good music cue. And I wanted to show Frankie the smallness of his apartment. Because, you know, Elliot's a big guy, and I just thought it'd be interesting to put him in a small place. The object, of course, was to show that being a cop is not necessarily a route to get rich. the first day of shooting. The mixer on this film was a great mixer named Richard Portman. He put things like that baby crying in there. I have arrived. Oh, cover that up. 50 cents deposit if you want to look at the books. It's refundable toward a purchase. You talking to me? Got 50 cents right here. Tails again. I was interested in one of your massages. Uh, you got a bad back? Well, it wasn't my back. I was thinking about getting massaged. <laughs> well, you look at that. Some dudes need all the help they can get, huh? Massage costs $20. 20 bucks. Must be pretty good for 20 bucks. We've had no complaints. Got some pictures. Oh, certainly do. That guy, Michael Lerner, is lovely guy. Really good actor. One here looks pretty cute. What's her name? Doris. Doris. Well, she must be pretty good for 20 bucks. Best. Okay. Point me out to old Doris and I will make history tonight. Which way? Do I go in the back? Usually the back. Which way? Which way? Come on. The room back there. Room back there. Room okay. If you hear an explosion, you know it's me. I wanted very much to have different colors on the film and to saturate it with different colors. Howdy, Doris. Hello. Well, you're even prettier than your picture. You can hang your clothes on the hangers. Thank you. What kind of massage did you say I'd get for 20 bucks? You get a regular massage, nothing more. Look at my nose. Huh? It's a terrific nose. We're in good health. It can smell a vice cop at a hundred feet. What are you talking about? I just came in here to buy a book. Oh, what are you doing in here? You know you're not supposed to come around here. I came to buy a book. Uh, take anything you want. It's on the house. Thanks. Don't take your time. Listen, honey, if I just wanted a regular massage, you know, I would have gone to a gym. You know what I mean? If you want something special, the price is different. Hey, Sugar, just because I'm a dude from out of town, don't go treat me like no Yoko. You hear? How much more do you have in mind? Hand jobs an extra 10. Straight lay is 25. 
25. Well, I got me another 25 and, uh... It's really a crappy job, I think, busting these girls. Any jars, honey? Yes. Sorry to have to tell you this, but uh, you're under arrest. I'll check for you if you'll let me go. Well, maybe in some other life. Where are you getting this stuff from? Those are old marks. I kicked it two years ago. Sure you do. Hey, Farrell! Get out of here, buddy. Get yeah, the girl's a junkie, and she said that cutie pie here is her supplier. Where's the stuff, Marvin? I hey, don't be dumb. Anyway. Where's the stuff, Marvin? Broad's full of shit. I never gave her anything. Oh, Come on, you won't hurt you. Come on, it's okay. The girl's telling the truth. You're in a lot of trouble, Marvin. Yeah, you're going to be in trouble. Mr. Rizzo don't like people bothering his places. Oh, yeah? I got a right to make a phone call. You don't got a right to breathe. You lay a finger on me, I'll sue your ass. I'm laying more than one finger on you. There's no stuff here. Oh, yeah, well, we'll find it, won't we, Marvin? It's interesting for me. It's utterly fascinating for me to see this after so much time. You warrant that creep back there has got a lot of dope in its uh, house. How do you know? How do I know? How do I know? I know. You know what time it is? One o'clock, Sarge. Why? You think I'm going to wake Judge Morrison for a warrant at one o'clock in the morning because you think some guy's got drugs in his apartment? Hey, we need a warrant. And if I wake Morrison and ask him for a warrant, and it turns out that you guys can't find anything, I'd get craned. We need a warrant. There's an actual palpable believability about Bobby in this role. I know. Not for sure. It was before he played that cause uh, television cop where he really was strutting around a lot that guy will be on the streets here here he was he was really good and clear before he became a tonight show favorite Period. I wouldn't wake up a judge for the world. It's funny when I look at that cut. I to me, it was actually a bit, a bit confusing. It could have been his place. Now you know you're not in this place. I do like putting people in shadow. And when people are using flashlights, I think the flashlight should light what they're seeing. I can't stand those things where 
you see people in bright rooms and you know everything's there and they're, they're looking at things with a flashlight. To me, they look like idiots. each other I think you should get the feeling of of speed this is downtown and you notice by the way if you look at it again there's a light in the beginning of that shot always remember that Show people running after other people, they should be running as fast as they can. I'm making a lot of rules here, I know, except just what I think. And this is the Grand Central Market. And uh, it took a lot of time. I used to go there all the time to try to design this so I could shoot this, this particular shot that went up the stairs and didn't cut and uh, went downstairs and didn't cut and, and then blocked the dolly track with, with, with body. You can see the dolly track there on the ground. It's a long dolly shot. I once made a, a film the last child of the day was a fairly long, a fairly long uh, dolly shot, and the, the actress crawled out of her trailer, and she was a very prominent actress. And, uh, I said, "Well, you start here, and you walk to there, and when you turn, deliver your line." And she said, "Well, what's my motivation for turning there?" And I said, "Well, that's all the track we have." So if you continue walking, you're out of the shot. Bless her, she said, I think I feel it. That's a lot of dolly track. <clears throat> I just wanted that chase and this thing through the grand through the market to be dynamic. And the next scene, 
that I run to this building. We were shooting here, obviously, in the middle of the middle of the night. And when it came time to change locations and go to the next building, which was a garment loft, um, the company actually had to wait because, I swear to God, there was a police helicopter circling overhead, uh, shining its its enormous light on that building because a couple of guys had robbed the place and were holed up in that building. They had to get the guys out of the building before we could go in and shoot our guys holed up in a building. I did and do love the Grand Central Market. Yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> location and again we had to wait for the police to leave before we could shoot our police scene what do you come got on, they're up here come on let's get them no hold it hold, hold it we got him let me get help we got him just sit tight i'll make a call I'll make a call. You could see how late at night it was. Where the hell's everybody else? They're back at the market. What the hell happened? A whole bunch, and the bastards responsible for it are up there. Where are they? I don't know. There's three stories. Any way out the back? Yeah, my partner's on the fire escape. Okay, you two take the back roof up the front. All right, now give me a minute. There's two of them, they're both armed. I am, uh, a collector of, of uh, neuroses. One of them is I'm anacrophobic. What are you talking about? No one. Uh, I actually am. I'm actually scared to put a light bulb in on a little stepladder. Nobody came out of the building. And, uh, and I was new and wound up using this big Chapman crane. That's a waste of time. I was so frightened. That ultimately the only way I could do it was to look through the lens of the camera and talk to people. If somebody 
on my right spoke to me, I would turn the wheel to the camera to the right, and someone on my left, I turned the camera. I said I could only talk to them through the camera because it was too scary for me. I do like I do like people sneaking around. I like the explosions of enormous kind of pyrotechnical violence and, and, and speed and then real tense, hopefully tense, sneaking around. See, that's a bit too blue for me. Night isn't blue. Night's dark. And it's obviously a different Kelvin temperature than, than regular incandescent light, except I like, I like it to be a little whiter and less blue. Any lights in here? Let me stop one of them. Hmm. I think the Mayor Brothers uh, It's that stuff that Elliot does that I think is so good. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Where's the white dude? Where's the guy who ran out? He got away. He got away? What do you mean? How could he get away? You guys are standing right there. He had to go right by you. I don't know. He fired. This was the shot with the crane. Just missed him. What are you guys playing with yourselves? Why aren't you running after him? Why aren't you pursuing him? We heard shooting, thought you needed help, so we went around the front. You guys let him get away. Come on. This is crazy. These are puppets over here. Let him get away. What do you mean it's crazy? Why didn't you see him in the first Look, place when you went in there? I looked in every room. I didn't see nobody. You, you pigs, man. What are you, scared hey, to get hey, shot hey. or something? Hey, what down, do you mean? Hey, come on. I would have shoot you in the head. Don't you don't know nothing. Please, please. Come on. Please. Hey, come on. What are we trying to help? Hey, easy, easy. You're trying to help me. We almost got killed in there, you pigs. Get out of here, you liars. Will you get the hell out of here? Come on. Nearly, let's go, man. It's all right. They don't know nothing. Come on, let's go. You guys had a busy night. Look, I know how much guts it took to go after those guys. You know who I've been on the phone with all morning? The commissioner. The goddamn commissioner. Got my ass reamed for half an hour. Oh, 
Christ's sake, the middle of the goddamn market. Do you know how many people could have been killed? Look, if I'm not mistaken, there were three guys shooting their guns at us. Yeah, he's right, Sarge. I was there. I saw it all. What happened to that junkie girl and, and Marvin? They were out on bail an hour after you brought them in. Who sprung them? Weldman. He was there with his $300 suit and enough bail money to empty every jail in California. Anybody search the joint? We got a warrant in the morning, which is more than you guys did. The place was clean. How come Carletti and Hyatt aren't in here now? They weren't shooting at people in the middle of the goddamn market. Oh, yeah, they were just letting the guys who were doing the shooting get away. I didn't hear that. I said they were just letting the guys... I who didn't were... hear that! <clears throat> now, we've been getting some complaints about some perverts in the men's room... One of the... Why don't you guys... Uh, one of the perks of, of writing a film or directing a film is you get to use names. It's like, Aren't you going to offer us a cigar? My, my mother-in-law's maiden name is Carletti. And you are not the only cop in the world. You her sister's married name is Hyatt. Is a shit except um, you. Well, let me tell you something. I am not a king, see? I my wife's maiden name is Spoda, and I tend to use that name in, in every film what do you want me to do about and normally as a bad guy because my father-in-law was about rains, the nicest and best guy in the whole world period the uh the captain wanted me to tell you guys that uh, as soon as things calm down a little he's uh, putting you guys up for a citation along with carletti and hyatt Why'd you guys go in that massage parlor in the first place? You knew you shouldn't have been in there. Yeah, we didn't know when we went in, so uh, you can give our deepest apologies to Mr. Rizzo. And you give him a kiss on the butt. Hey, sucker. Hello, Mr. Sink. That Phi Sigma Sigma sign is... My wife's sorority in college. Ah, a bunch of toilet seats. It's like my office. Mr. President. Vice work is not glamorous. I am guilty of uh, writing speeches. Um, some people like Aaron Sorkin write brilliant speeches. I write. Uh, Less than brilliant speeches, except I love writing them. And when you have a good actor delivering them, it makes you look more talented than you really are. And uh, I, I, I wrote a speech for Elliot, and I thought the toilet was a very good setting. When I first became a cop, right? My mother used to uh, wash my uniform shirts by hand. So I used to tell her, hey, Lucy, you're crazy. I could send him to a laundry. And she said, no, 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 no. It gives me pleasure. She loved doing it. Crazy lady. 
so my first beat they had me checking locks on the west side all night long checking dumb locks on warehouses nobody wanted to break into in the first place you know i checked every fucking lock three times once wasn't good enough every fucking lock three times Then they had me uh, standing in front of the Museum of Natural History, 16 hours a day. Never sat down once? Uh-uh. Nobody ever stole that museum when Keneally was standing in front of it. I did everything they asked, man. Never complained. Didn't care what it was. Did it better than anybody else, and I loved it. I really did. So, you know, I'd come home at night, right? thinking, uh, hey, you did the best job of checking locks and standing in front of buildings, anybody in the world, and uh, find a fresh pile of clean... Uh, Elliot did, did really well with this speech, I have to say. I don't know, maybe we should quit. I think you're right. We could be good bad guys, you know? Pays better, better hours, more cooperation from the police. Well, the Sarge said it. It's Rizzo, man. He owns a massage parlor. Marvin works for Rizzo. That hooker, what's her name? Jackie. Yeah. Her lawyer is Wellman. Marvin's lawyer is Wellman. Wellman works for Rizzo. There's a white guy running around the streets with a load of dope in his apartment. Nobody wants to bust him. And here we are in a shitter. Why? Because Rizzo makes a phone call and puts the heat up. Tell me something. How come Rizzo's out there running around getting rich and you and me are in the toilet, huh? <laughs> you know, fact of the matter is, we uh, get off here at 5.30. And can't nobody complain if we just happen to drift around the streets together. Hey, how many Z's in Rizzo? One or two? Two. You know, he belongs in here, not me. Yeah, well, that's the way the tickets fall, partner. We're gonna nail that guy. We gotta be cool, though. The captain wants us off the streets. Yeah, well, we'll just have to stay on the sidewalk. Champ, how you doing? Funny, I see these scenes now and I remember them so vividly, except I forgot about this scene. Excuse me. How you doing there, What's the name of this gym? My name is it was, it was where some really good fighters worked. You know what we're doing here? I got a feeling you're gonna tell me, even if I'm not interested. You figure right. We're the vice cops. No, really? Hey, you know, we're tired of working in the toilets. Well, nobody starts at the top. Tell me, you always get this success. Alan Garfield is a very, oh very God. intelligent actor carrying too much weight. Besides, I think I pay enough. I don't have to worry about two hungry cops out for themselves. Don't you wish it was that easy, pal? You can't buy us, and you know it. I'm all choked up. You sound it. Two of your boys got snuffed the other night, and you're looking at the cowboys who planted them. Only one of them got away, didn't he? Yeah? My boys, huh? Yeah, they buy your dope for you. I don't sell dope. What, do you give it away? I figure we busted up a big score for you. And you know what else I'm betting? I'm betting you got to score again, big and fast. Ed, bet. 
We're gonna be there when you do, fat boy. Good for you. <laughs> when was it that I made this alleged drug connection? Three days ago. Three days ago, I was in the hospital. You know, you tell you can check on that. Okay, how good an actor is. I learned this lesson from a great actor. I didn't know it before. It belongs to me. You, you, you tell how good an actor is by how well they listen to other actors when they're speaking. Oh, come on, stuff it, huh? My kids are well-fed and they're happy. They live in a big, big house. They get everything they want. What do you guys have, huh? You want me to feel ashamed because of what? Because some broad takes off a top in a club. I don't see my customers hiding their eyes in their hands, huh? Why, because some John wants to spend a few nice minutes with a trick in his hotel room? So bad about that, huh? What are you saving yourself for, your wedding night? You guys sit in your public toilet. You got it all figured out, right? I got where I am by having punks like you for breakfast. I'll tell you something, there's one big difference between you and us. It's a relief. Yeah, you know what it is? You're greedy, man. You want it all, and all we want is you. Come and get me. You sure may have missed me out of him. Greensboro's acting too confident. He's not Fred Astaire. He's just not that smooth, you know? We gotta flush him out. Please, do not use the word flush in these premises. He's gonna make a move soon. Sometimes I write a line and I think it's pretty good. Well, I think that Minsky's line wasn't bad. We ought to bust the electric. He'd choke if we busted the electric. Yeah, so would the captain. Yeah, well, that's her problem. That's funny, I thought it was our problem. camera these are things you don't have to worry about much now when you're using a reflex camera and you're shooting on film what you see through the lens is not photographed so when I did this shot uh, I asked the operator as you don't do I said you know how was it he said oh it was great and you saw every flash of the strobe light it was just perfect which, of course, meant that on film, there was nothing. Um, so we had to do it again. Finally, uh, I said, did you see the strobe? He said, no, not at all. I said, OK, we got it. Dynamite talent. Same thing when people are firing guns. Do you know her? I can't forget her. If you see muzzle flashes, it's bad. If you don't see muzzle, muzzle flashes, they're on film. How you doing? What's Vice doing? When, you, when you're shooting digitally, it's a little different. It's different frame rates, different refresh rates. This guy's a couple of drinks on the house. No, let me say this about that. Uh, we like to pay for our own drinks. Thank you very much. You're not even supposed to be. It's a nice guy named Sid Haig. If you say they're not supposed to be here, then what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to sit right here and watch the girl with the big jugs do the trick with the cigarette. That's a good idea. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, sir, we're gonna stay. <sighs> no, you're not supposed to be here. What do you mean by that? Just because we're vice squad, well, not just because we're uh, vice, I don't mean that we can't come in here and get say, some good entertainment. Officer, are you aware that that young lady has her memory glands exposed to this entire congregation? Is that legal, sir? Is it? 
Where's your cabaret license? Just knock the shit off. Where's your cabaret license? It's on the wall. Why isn't it over the bar where it's supposed to be? Oh, these freakos, man. These freakos. It's too dark up there. I need a little light. Hey, partner. Light, light, flying in, light. Can't see it. Wrong chair. Uh, sir? We're from the Vice Squad, my friend wants to read what's going on up there to see if it's legal for that lady to be doing what she's doing in front of all these people. How we got it? Well, they got a cabaret license in these guys. Everything seems to be in order, my friend, so it's okay. You tell Mr. Rizzo that uh, the Smith brothers say hi. Hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you since uh, we busted the police downtown. <laughs> uh, miss? Miss? Uh, there ain't nobody here. This was a real restroom. We didn't build anything. <clears throat> the biggest thing was taking the door off the stall so we could shoot uh, flat on to, to both uh, Bobby and Elliot when they took turns. Very, very intelligent uh, and can be an extremely intellectual man and actor. He's not a big, tough guy. <clears throat> this was Hancock Park. A lot of houses. A lot of houses overlit. That house is way over lit. <clears throat> Maybe you don't want to miss Gomer Pyle. Guess we gotta hang around to see if it gets any busier. When you have eyes and a light meter, there's no excuse. Actually, a, an old cardinal rule: if never have anybody, never have an actor cough or yawn in a scene, because it will set off a chain reaction of people in the audience coughing and yawning. I know it. I know it happens with coughs. Hope it didn't happen with yawns. Yeah.
this was the uh, sports arena. And the floor was uh, good enough that we could dolly on it with what's called a western dolly and you deflate the tires. And, uh, Recognize Rizzo's girlfriend over there? Yeah, it looks familiar, Rizzo. Imagine you're in the middle of a bunch of fruit and vegetables and somebody's shooting at you. You must be getting ready to score. For sure. Gotta do it soon. That's very good, very good. Thank you. Quite was to make this thing look very crowded when it wasn't. Um, we didn't have a lot of extras. go there to watch the Clippers. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I see you two guys climbed out of urinal for a couple hours, huh? Hey, you enjoying the fights? Yeah, I got good seats. Hey, we stopped by your place yesterday. What place is that? The Electra, that dynamite house. Glad you liked it. You saw your friend. I got a lot of friends. Yeah, this is the guy who buys your dope. We saw you chatting with him downstairs. Yeah, you're gonna score soon, big, huh? Score? You guys use a lot of grown-up words. Lizzo, we're gonna close you down. We're gonna stick to you like your underwear. You got my permission to try. Good, because we wouldn't want to do nothing without your permission. I don't blame you. You guys want to take regular seats and enjoy the fights? No, thanks. You could learn something. Yeah, like what? I don't know. It's an interesting game. You know, you got to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you get your head busted playing in that. You nervous? I don't get nervous. I've been working at it too long. We all know that. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's really funny is that you two guys really think you're doing something. I mean, you go around busting $10 hookers and beating up on faggots for what? For 200 bucks a week, right? And you act like Captain Marvel or somebody. You really think you can sneak around and get Rizzo? Oh, is that what you think? Take a look down there. You see those little people all paid to get in? You see those little two monkeys in there beating their brains out inside the ring? You think I got where I am by letting punks like you get to me? 
You're playing with yourselves. It's gonna happen, Spanky. We're gonna bust your ass. Captain Marvel is saving the world by busting $10 hookers. Watch out for your cape, Captain. Make sure it doesn't get caught in places it shouldn't be. It's gonna happen. Shazam! <laughs> See now they got boxes and they're not sweating. The man's gonna have to be oh, this scene right here. Obviously, again, done. Look, you're putting that. We're very far away. And and uh, we're gonna press that guy till he falls. When we were rehearsing, Elliot and Bobby thought it would be fun to just use every curse word in the world during that walk. And I happened to be in front of the, directly in front of the, I think the Huntington Hartford, where they were doing a, 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 a musical. I know. And they were using radio mics, and somehow or other the frequencies got crossed. So all the nice little little old ladies in the in the audience were hearing the biggest filth come out of Elliot and Bobby's mouth because they were kidding around when we were rehearsing. And uh, I'm listening, and I'm hearing just beautiful sing uh, female singing voices. Um, needless to say, we had to change frequencies. Like uh, I like surprises. I like you know when you're doing something, it's supposed to be a, a tense movie. So uh, what do I get for twenty-seven fifty? You get a good time, honey. Oh yeah, well, I sure could use a good time. Why don't you uh, lie down and make yourself comfortable? Okay, I think I'll just lie down and make myself comfortable. Mm. Do it without a cut. Turn over, honey. Oh! That's Carl Eller, who was a Hall of Fame defensive end, I believe, with the Minnesota Vikings when they were called the Purple People Eaters. He said. Carl, very, very nice man, and very unlike this, and pretty good. That's all. Shazam. <laughs> Can you dig it? Just about six, seven to eighty.
I think Erwin Winkley was right. I think there's a bit too much shoe leather. Hey, Farrell. Hey, partner, I got spiked. Hey, you cop, you. I just got raped, you mother. I just going to sleep on me now, huh? Just fell on my head. Hey, come on, don't go to sleep on me. So much of this, um, I really wanted to do without cutting, like this scene. Captain, it's just one continuous, slow pullback. He said that he was more concerned for the safety of his men than with anything else. And uh, he said that you two were carrying your dedication to the point where you were endangering your own safety. Well, we can take care of ourselves. Yeah? Look in the mirror and tell me that, huh? <clears throat> the captain thinks it's best if you two were split up. You know, you are each experienced vice officers, and you could really be helping two newer men. Then we'd have two good teams instead of just one. Well, what do you want from me? I'm in the middle, and you know it. What the hell can I do? You had to bust Rizzo's place, right? You had to follow him around, right? Hell, you're good guys. You really are. I know how you feel. Maybe I do the same myself. I don't know. But you gotta see where I am in this. Bobby's line is totally his invention. You know, huh? And that's one of the better lines in the film. And I stopped him, and it wasn't easy. Now my ass is in the sling if you guys step out of line again. So please, cool it for a while, huh? can pick up your new partners in the squad room. I understand that vitamin E will clear this up almost overnight. Thank you. You're welcome. Hopefully by this time you've gained a certain amount of affection for these two guys and you don't want to, you don't want to see them broken. I'm and I sure did like Dolly's. Oh, just terrific. I'm really getting tired of my lunch through a straw, if you know what I mean. You know, 
Everybody got somebody at the other end of the phone. The Sarge got the captain, the captain got Rizzo, Rizzo got somebody else. We're so fucking alone in this thing, it ain't even a joke. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody gonna help us, you know that, don't you? Yeah, I know that. Well, what do you want to do this? Bobby, Bobby can make dialogue sound like it's totally his own. Mm, that's it's very impressive. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones... Bobby has a line here. Again, it was totally his. <laughs> I just thought it was very funny. Then the devil take them up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy... Give the part where they killed the goat. Jesus said unto him, It is... Rizzo's wife... It's played by Erwin uh, Winkler's wife, Margot. One of my just loves, just one of the great, great ladies. Um, I always thought it was amusing that Margot Winkler and Alan Garfield were in a Catholic church. Come on, Anthony, don't you? Come on, you sit by your mother. I want chocolate chip. I want a double scoop. I want chocolate and strawberry. I want chocolate chip. I can have ice cream after you finish your lunch. I want lunch. I want ice cream. Me too. You do like your mother told you, all right? What are, what are you looking at? Relax. Waitress! Hey, Elliot and Bobby. No, not yet. Just have a sense of humor and, and uh, they know how to uh, take little 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 moments and. Good evening, Mr. Dynamite. Very nice to see you. Make them good. Maybe clean your car for Service, service with a smile. Just trying to come up with ways of how do you make a guy absolutely crazy? This is when I found out, and it wasn't until we were shooting it, that two little ladies and I think I or something got the rights to Happy Birthday, and in order to for people to sing Happy Birthday, you have to pay them a ton of money. Um, I was so flabbergasted, and uh, we wound up with, and you've seen it a million times in other films and on television, everybody sings, for he or she is a jolly good fellow. Hey, 
because of these two ladies who nabbed the copyright when it when it uh, when it finished. He's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, which nobody can deny, which nobody can deny, which nobody can deny. Happy birthday. Oh, isn't that wonderful? What a touching scene. God, I see so many things I did wrong. There's too much light on them. <laughs> The interior looks all right. The exterior, though, it's just overlit. Makes me crazy. That's why I never look at my work when I can't make it better. Who paid for it? You? Of course. Okay, keep it going. Pass it down. What the? Jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, which nobody can deny, and nobody can deny, and nobody can deny, and he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, which nobody can deny. Close your eyes and make a wish. I know I said this before, this is Hancock Park, Georgia Street. By the way, Mar Margot Winkler was uh, in Goodfellas. Hey, how you doing? She was the the guy who got too showy and blabbed too much after the uh, the Brinks job. So they both were dead in the car. You know, it's going to be a pleasure to sue you two for everything you have or ever will have. I'll tell you one thing. You better pray for his complete recovery. That's what you better do. Pray for his complete recovery. I remember trying to time that rant from the lawyer out so they reached the end and you could see the poor sweet guy. Uh, stretched it out so he could reach it. Oh, he is delirious. You know, Rizzo's a heavy contributor to the St. Agnes Orphanage, and he's also a member of the directors of the Civic Opera. Oh, it's just awesome. beautiful. He had to have a heart attack right now. Smart huh? guy. We were convenient, right? We were going to nail him, man. He was getting ready to score. I know it. 
I hope he dies. You know I did everything I could. Say, when'd you guys come in out of the rain, huh? Rain. I do love elephants. Right, the guy's uh, a poser acting like some lawyer. He's trying to sell to us that Rizzo's got a case history of having a heart condition. He ain't got no heart. Hey, didn't he go to hospital once? Rizzo told us he went to the hospital, right? Sure. When was it? It was uh, after the shootout, right? Yeah. It was during the shootout. It was, uh, was his See, Dolly started just a little bit too soon. It shouldn't start before they walk. It should start as they walk. Getting a lot of messages. We're dumb. That's the I'm message. I'm not hearing any of this. We're dumb. You know, this isn't a kid's game anymore. You guys can get killed. You're crazy. You know it. This was an abandoned, <clears throat> excuse me. This was an abandoned, I think, wing of a hospital. Yes, Margo. Truly, truly funny, lovely lady. gets an awful lot of flowers, even for uh, being on the board of the opera. Think so? Yeah, you notice what kind of flowers they are? On flowers, on flowers. No, 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 they're all in pots, deep pots. Something else funny, people go visit him, and they walk out with a pot of flowers. He could give away an awful lot of flowers, nobody knows what's going on. Uh, excuse me, I gotta call my mother, it's very important. Thank you. Hello, can you give me the uh, flower shop downstairs, please? Thank you. Uh, hello, uh, you guys, this is uh, Mr. Rizzo in uh, 5B1. 
yeah, hey, you guys just sent up a couple pots of flowers. And uh, no, they're terrific. I love them. But one of the pots is cracked. The water's leaking. You know, it's very messy. You what? You didn't send no flowers today to Mr. Rizzo. Thank you very much. You, how can you come in here? How you doing? It's getting warm. Get out of here. Leave my husband alone. Excuse me, Mrs. Rizzo. We just got to check something. We'll be gone in just a minute. Did you ring, Mrs. Rizzo? Please, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll have to leave. No one's allowed here except the immediate family. Well, that's not immediate family. That's a creep. Please get him out of here. Excuse Look, me, I'm Ms. sorry, Rizzo. but you'll have Soon to leave. We check something out. We'll be gone in a minute. Boy, boy, you got a lot of nice flowers here, Spanky. sent into retirement by me. That was the, then the kind of required fall when, you're, when your uh, heroes are running downstairs. Someone's got to fall. Looked pretty phony to me. Fabulous drummer named Johnny Garen. Well, among other things, by the way, lived with Johnny Mitchell.
time scouting locations. You can find interesting places and then shoot them fairly efficiently. Come on, you run, fly, you fat. Come on, run, come on, get up and run. <laughs> Congratulations, Captain. I give up. <laughs> you got Rizzo, huh? Whew. I really like the way Alan did this. What the hell do you think you got? What do you think the charge's gonna be? <laughs> Having narcotics in a hospital room? They're not my narcotics. I didn't bring them there. Prove I did. So what next, huh? I get a year, maybe, a year. So I change my business address for a year. Then I'm back. Meantime, you two slobs are hanging out in your sewer making peanuts. And I got a vacation. I could use a vacation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Pull the trigger. Go on. Complete the job. <laughs> Last name? Keneally. Is that E-L-E or E-E-L? E-E-L. First name? Michael. Married or single? Single. Previous employer? The uh, L.A. Police Department. Length of employment? 11 years. Reasons for termination of employment? Huh? Uh, why'd you leave? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, could you please be more specific? Yeah, uh, more specific. Needed a change, you know. Change. Take these if you could, Mr. Keneally, to the personnel department. It's down the hall. It's the third door on your left. Hal Needham, who was the stunt coordinator on this film, one of the great stunt coordinators that ever lived. He passed away, I think, last year. Went on to direct very successfully a lot of the Burt Reynolds movies. Smoking and the Bandit, Hooper. Um, <clears throat> did really well. He was a, just a fabulous stunt coordinator. Mm -hmm. 